0: okay what is good divine dolls so um done trading for the day set to my one trade got eight percent got out a little bit early paper handed but that's that's just kind of giving you an idea of how my day went i just got my hamica drink so pretty much with my done with my calorie consumption for the day drank just about my 1.5 liters of water i only have like a good eight ounces left so pretty much done with my water for the day. But, um, you know, let, let's just really talk a little bit and I hope we can kind of learn how to navigate some of these conversations that are going on. I think for myself, like my um, attachment style, I am conflict avoidant. <clears throat> um, and the space I'm in right now is kind of like I have my quote-unquote favorite content creators that I fo- like a, that I like to follow. But sometimes, and I think, you know, I don't know how much of it is just my personality or if I was kind of conditioned this way. But in either event, I know where I am now. So I don't want to spend too much time trying to unpack it. But the way that I, f- I see myself reacting to um, disagreements right is um oh we disagree you're dead to me <laughs> right um as opposed to can we agree to disagree and still have um a common place i feel like i am a little bit more the type that will kind of allow myself to be like well i disagree with you but if you still want to you know keep things going that's fine but it, you know it it just depends on on the person too but so um bear that in mind so if i i do tend to mention my favorite content creators and so if you're familiar with this one um uh i haven't mentioned her in a while but I was listening to a conversation that she was having about relationships, and I just wanted to get like a little bit of more understanding of where the angle and and here's where I think I don't know if it's one of those things where we'll ever be able to fully flush out. I feel like in the women's um, sisterhood or w- women's camp, we ha- we are we we are not monolithic, right? So we have two camps. And then those camps continue to get broken down into smaller tents, right? So we have the camp of the single people by choice. And then we have the camp of the people who are happily in relationships. And one of the things that this person was saying is that more women are, I guess, I'm kind of putting my own words to it, right? But what I understood from it is more women are becoming wired for success versus relationships. And as soon as she said that, I was like, no, no, this is not it. I, you know, you're pretty, I'm pretty sure I'm going to put it in the title. I think that we as women are more wired for safety, and this kind of reminds me of a lot of the conversations we have about toxic masculinity I don't I've said this before I think including I don't know I, I think I speak for a small demographic of feminists because I understand there are several waves of feminists of which whom I actually don't agree like some of them have just gone off the deep end but for the most part I want to say like 90% of of women, whatever background or culture they're from, we we like the idea of a man that's a quote-unquote protector, quote-unquote provider, is involved with his wife and his children and emotionally intelligent and ambitious and driven and healthy. What we don't like is having our asses handed to us and like being rot- ragdolled and abused and living in a state of gaslighting and just discomfort. And so I don't know, I feel like if women had to choose between success, well, 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 well because what we're calling success is really in a lot of times um, for safety. And, and the reason I, I, I um kind of understand it to be more that it's Women are seeking safety more than success is because when she used, um, she, she used like a, another, uh, another country outside of the United States. And I was like, no, baby girl, the reason those women want to have a quote unquote job that pays them is because in that culture, okay, they have the dynamic of where the man is supposed to be the protector, the, the provider. But with the provision, they're being abused, their children are being abused. And in some of those places, one income is not enough. One income is not enough, you know? So are you going to just try to stoke this guy's ego and live off off of his one income and then be feeding your children rice water? And so if it comes down to, you know what, let me go out there and put some food on the table too, we can eat a little bit healthier, we can put the kids through college, we can afford, you know, to keep a roof over our head and running water, I think is what it comes to down to. Another thing too, not all women, I mean, there's, and again, there's, so there's going to be the category of women that just don't want to get married, right? Then there's a group of women that do want to get married, and this happens, I think, a lot, like... I, I use the black uh, community, but you see it in other cultures too. Can you imagine if I didn't go to college or, um, um, I don't know, get a, a job and work my way through and stuff like that because I was waiting for a husband and I don't plan on getting married anytime soon at this particular place? I would be fucked. I would be fucked because it's like, I'm waiting for a man to provide for me, so I'm just going to sit on my laurels? No, like, I think this is why, like, even looking at the age of Capricorn, we are being taught that everybody has to be conducive to society, including the women. And we get to hone ourselves. I think that if you get to pursue a job that you actually love, you get to have an outlet, right? Um, Creative outlet, um, expression, I think that it's unfortunate that the society that we live in right now. A lot of the jobs are menial; they don't have um, a meaning, right, um, for us. But it does provide a source of income. So I think that there's those two outlets. But I've I've learned that it was one thing to work, you know, twenty years working my way up through the ranks, and being in a you know in in I guess what you call menial task as opposed to me on this side having something that I love, that is a creative outlet, that is a creative expression. And that's very important for women. And so, um, and so it also ties into that idea that you can have that outlet outside of your children. You know, another thing that kind of, um, was kind of, if I'm honest, aggravating me too, is that I, I saw a short on YouTube and this guy asked um this, this, uh, Um, non-American guy, he said he asked him what is it that you don't like about Americans? And he said, oh, Americans they don't like to sacrifice. And I was like, hell yeah and I'm proud to be an American because at least I know I'm free. Right? Because who do you think he's talking about when he says Americans are um don't like to sacrifice? More than likely the women. And if I had to choose between being an American woman and a woman in edi- any other part of the world, I'm probably gonna wish I was an American woman because I don't I don't um fantasize or daydream about. Being in a position where I think part of, and this was going to be part of my argument too, when I even, uh, within the last week or so, and I think about the things that I would love to do for my, you know, if I had had children, I am aware that there would be sleepless nights and I always joked with my friends, I'm like, I would love to come home to just have crayons on the wall and like oatmeal in their hair and... It's like, dog tired, but still let me put my baby to sleep in. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Like, why would you want them to have crayons on the wall? I understand kids are going to be kids. They're going to have their version of creative outlet. They're not going to be little tiny robots that can be micromanaged. And, you know, I, I'll never forget one of my, uh, my, my two younger brothers, <laughs> my mom. They were, I want to say they were like one and three. Um, and it was bedtime. Everybody had been bathed and she had them in their little PJs. One was in his yellow onesie PJ. My mom went downstairs to put the laundry for like not even five minutes. All you had to do was put the quarter in it. Back then it used to be one quarter. All she did was put the quarter in, dump the clothes in, dump the, um, what do you call it? The detergent in there. And walk back upstairs. We were the closest unit. We were attached to the laundry unit. So it's literally... It, she would have had to drag her ass down, like walking down there, drag down there, twiddle her thumbs for like three minutes, and then continue to drag herself back up into the house. She wasn't even gone for five minutes. And when she came back in the house, flower everywhere in their every orifice, in their eyelashes, in their nose, in their ears, all over the kitchen, all over. We had carpet at some point. You know, I don't remember where I was or my other brother. I don't know where my dad was. But, and so all she could do was just laugh about it. And um, she took pictures with it. You know, this, this stuff happens. And so I don't think that it's so much that women... Don't understand that there's quote unquote sacrifice. I think there's two things that make it egregious. The two things are when it, it goes unappreciated, and maybe this could be a part of my personality because um, to me, thank you goes a very long way with me. Right? I've talked about this before, and I I kind of know this about myself. I was like, watch, if I have kids, there's gonna be that one kid that figures out that mommy likes it when I show appreciation. And that kid's going to be like, thank you, mommy, for my Nikes. Thank you, mommy, for my this. Thank you, my... And the more they say thank you, the more I'm going to give it to them. And the other kids are just going to be huffing and puffing. It's like, the kid is grateful. It You know, she figured me out. It is what it is. (laughs) That's why she's my favorite, right? So I think part of it is just like, I think we're at an age where we're just... You can't have women doing things that we all know is quote unquote sacrifice and then turn around and spit in her face for it. You know what I'm saying? And I also feel like when you talk about sacrifice, I, I used to, because again, I used to grow up Christian. Perhaps my understanding of, of, uh, sacrifices that you just get mowed over, you just get run over and you know, even even in the Christian institution I used to work at, the last year, the last two years I was leaving, I started to understand that these people were exploiting our Christian beliefs. Because you go there and you want to do the right thing and you want to be a kind person. And sometimes that would mean people would be rude to you. Um, and, you know... um, inconsiderate and it's one thing to get your job done but I I couldn't tell you how many times I didn't know these people from Adam or Eve and they would just call on the phone and just start going in and I had to a part of it was you know customer service you don't know where this person has been but you try to deal with it but it's like end of the day you know your boss is not looking out for you and people you know just treat you like you're a beast of burden. I don't think that that's the best idea. And so I felt like he was talking about women in particular, because we're the ones who sacrifice the the most. And we're the ones who are putting our foot down and saying like, listen, you know, those days of you taking our sacrifices for granted is those days are over. And I don't think like for that person's culture, Like the way they treat their women, I'm not looking to have like acid thrown in my face or being burnt because I didn't wear my head wrap on too tight and having me wear like uncomfortable clothing when you get to walk around wearing whatever you want and just that's not healthy sacrifice. Matter of fact, Age of Aquarius is very much about people being able to forge their own path, right? I think that when you look at the dynamics, too, if women really were at home with a loving, doting husband who, one, could afford to pay all the bills, right, and he came home and he was able to, because there's, there's also other dynamics, too. Um, and I kind of saw that a little bit with like us growing up too. I think it's one thing for you to have more than one child. Like, I think it's one thing for you to have a child that you could manage on your own. If your husband passes away or you end up getting a divorce, you become a single mom, you know, and you just have to now take care of one more mouth to feed, but it's just one more mouth to feed. But when you cross that threshold of two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 kids. Um. then if the mom is a stay-at-home mom, her life is going to go to a point where she's not getting rest, she's not getting sleep. And what are the odds that the husband is going to come home from work and help to lighten the load for her, right? So... I don't think that being a stay-at-home mom is necessarily, and a lot of women will tell you this too, it's not the most easiest um, venture. A lot of times there's this misconception that you get to stay at home, so then therefore you're not doing anything at home. Have you ever tried to take care of four kids, you know what I'm saying, Um, let alone one? I feel like it's easier with one, one, and this is why I, at the towards the end I was like I would like at least one love child, like, you know I I could handle one, <laughs> you know, with a good support system and that type of thing. But I don't I don't really think that you do you know do we and this is the thing when you talk about how men that are able to work enjoy their jobs and they go out there and they're ambitious and they like to. There is something satisfying about, I think that money is ancillary, right? I believe that money is currency. So it kind of is a metric to let you know how good you've mastered something, how well are you received, how much of a need are you feeling? Those are the metrics that are tied to currency. Like If you are feeling a need, there will always be demand, right? That's how I look at it. And there, that has to be a satisfying feeling. I think that, you know, um, even like when I look at my parents, both of my parents were teachers. My mom was a principal for much longer than my dad. My dad didn't like being a principal. He liked being a teacher. But in hindsight, my mom chose to stay home. But then it's like she got to see my dad advance his career. And go out and do for the most part, I mean, those kids, especially towards the end, like, they were starting to get a little bit out of control, you know, but for the most part, she didn't get that chance to like, really see what she was capable of and to really, because it's this whole idea of like you starting off on life, you go to college, you figure out what you love, and you love it and you're on the right career path. And then now you're just at home. And so you don't get to figure out like, you know, and and some people might diminish it and say, well, that shouldn't matter to you, but we're all individuals. And so we, we all should have a sense of mission, which is actually something I learned from the twin flame community. I'm no longer a part of that, but I'm grateful. I think that everything happens for a reason. And I think that, um, You know, me thinking that a a twin flame was kind of like more about like, oh, I'm going to have a divine masculine and we're going to fall in love and we're going to be just having starseed babies and living happily ever after. And I don't remember who it was, but I mean, she said the twin flame journey is about mission. You have a mission here and you have to figure out what that is for yourself before your partner comes in and they need to figure out what that is. And then the two of you will work together. So the parts that I think, and, and and it's not that you can't go into mission with your divine masculine. I really do feel like there are people that obviously are going to go into relationships. But when you talk about um, a woman preferring to make money versus um, safety, it's right up there with the argument that it's like, oh, women don't like masculinity. No. No. We don't like masculine, uh, toxic masculinity, and so if women, and, and this is the thing, because I think about how when I talk to women, I'm aware of, of what financial abuse looks like, right? I'm aware of what the the one of the leading uh, factors in divorce is that. Um, I guess it does come down to financial abuse. Like if you oh, the other thing was the other factor is if there is a, a if there is a wage gap and somebody is making proportionately more, or the male in particular, than the woman, then she's more prone to be getting financially abused. It's almost just as bad as if she didn't have a means of income for herself. So my when I talk to women and I say, listen, go the Queen Sheba route, okay? Make sure you have all your ducks in a row. Make sure that you can become self-sufficient and you have a quote-unquote plan A, B or plan B in case it doesn't work because what you don't, you know, I've heard so many stories at this point at my whole grown age where, you know, the woman will be um, I I actually, I'm remembering one right now. There was a, it was a a white woman and she was on the younger side. And, um, she was like, y'all, you're not going to believe this. It's like, I was married to like a multimillionaire, very successful. She's like, I lived in a mansion and he used to abuse me and the kids. And she said, I regret that I did not have a job because I didn't have a way to take care of my kids. And so she's like, I had to, scrounge around to try to save income in order to get ourselves out of that situation and so you are subjugating you are putting yourself in a position to where you can't move the way that you need to if for the only reason that you just don't have the finances right so if you or your family don't have the finances and you're you get that inkling or that intuition you know what Let me sit through this beating and if I can make it and he goes to work tomorrow, I can just call an Uber and take the kids and get to a shelter and then we'll figure everything else out. I'll get an order of protection. But if you don't even have the money to get yourself out of that situation, you're staying there longer than you have to. And I think that that's why a lot of women like myself will say, it's important for you to have your own. It's important for you to have some degree of financial independence because when you become dependent on someone else, especially, and I talked about this, Age of Pisces really showed how codependent we were on each other. Okay. Men were, uh, men were and are dependent on us for things and we're dependent on them for other things. And Age of Aquarius, I don't, really feel like that's, you know. I don't really see it see flying with that um, frequency. Um, I don't know. I wish you guys really would answer some of the questions sometimes in the anchor, but if you get a chance, and maybe I just wish, like, if you just don't see it on your end, because I check it all the time, there's a poll on there that asks you, like, what did you think of the of the podcast and engage with me and let me know, like, do you think that women prefer success more than safety or do we prefer safety more than success? I think that um, if it was a safe environment, you know, would you still have people who leave? Yes. And at that point is because they're just bored out of their ever loving mind um, to where they don't have, you know, mental stimulation or creative Outlet of expression, which I think is fundamental for every single human being, right? To say Our that to say that men can be husbands and fathers, but women, uh, husbands, fathers, and have a job, but a woman can only accomplish self actualization or transcendence only through her children, and not through um, her mission, like, outside, like, as a doctor, nor- nurse, noise, <laughs> noise, lawyer, um, activist, artist, um, so on and so forth, then, you know, all of us, you know, that's one thing that it, it's, it transcends equal pay, because it's like, can you imagine people that were born here that have the mind to be an engineer and not being able to express this, that that because they don't have a dingling or an appendage you know it's already bad enough if you you know people perceive it because of your you know the melanin in your skin or whatever whatever you know but it's like I think people should be able to express themselves and I think that um it is interesting when you think about the type of jobs too um I think society would be better if people got to pursue what it is that they really wanted as opposed to just working meaningless um menial jobs um do we need them yes um Do we need those jobs? Yes. You have some people who will work, quote unquote, as a waitress while they're going to law, you know, working through law school or, you know, work as a custodian or that type of thing or in the kitchen. But if given the chance, it would be much more fulfilling for them to find something that they that they love. Right. And out of that love, they get to bless other people with what it is that they do and what it is that they're good at. But at the end of the day, we all need those type of things, right? So I don't know. I don't feel like we're not arguing. I think that um, it's a different form of argument, but at least like, and this is why I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm angry or um, I'm just going to be like, off with your head. I'm done. I'm no longer um, following or subscribing. It's like, I, I understand that you're interpreting that a lot of us are saying we prefer success over um relationship. I don't think that's it. I think that we prefer safety over um relationship over success because for me, like I said, like if I was waiting for some guy to be my head of household, to be my baby daddy, to be my husband, to put a roof over my head, and provide for all my needs. I would be up. I would be up a creek. <laughs> you know. Um, the other thing too is when I think about my past relationships, it didn't have anything to do with finances. Uh, those were underlying factors in the sense of when I think about me choosing to. Con- continue to pursue my career as would as a male would right or as any person really should when you talk about like human rights across the board right um what made the relationship not safe for me was like the um the 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 lying right or the the deceit or the manipulation And I would much rather prefer to be in a safe relationship. And so even when you hear other women talk about, you know, from all different socioeconomic backgrounds, I know like when I listen to, uh, I've mentioned her before. She's one of like the, out of the three people that I think are um, Queen of Furies. She's like the Princess of Furies. I love the work that she's doing. Um, But she stitches together these stories and you can hear and and she reads these stories from all different backgrounds. And it doesn't matter the socioeconomic background. The problem is, is like, even if they're successful, I I think, was it like two or three weeks ago, there was a story about a young lady that she owned the house. She was getting paid more than the guy. And um, the guy had two or three kids from a previous marriage and he wanted to move in with her and she was happy with that and she would go on her vacations and everything like that and then when it came down to splitting down the finances he started that's where you started to see the the behaviors where he was angry because it's like well why would you charge me half for the rent you know for the mortgage if you're already paying for it and what you know, the kids would be expected. She would take on more of the 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 expenses for the food, and they they weren't getting married. I know some people might be like, "Well, they should have been getting married." Well, they weren't getting married, and um, it was just they really liked each other. They liked the you know each other's personalities and that type of thing. But it's like, why should she have to take on the the? Because you you already know, like once they're in the house, if whatever she's eating, they're gonna eat, and you you don't want to deny the kids, the food, but, and so she's automatically going to go from cleaning up after her, just herself when she was living there by herself without the the guy and his kids to, mm, mm, to now cleaning and that type of thing, which I think I got the sense from her income and everything. She probably would have just gotten a housekeeper to come and help at least once a week but it was like his just his attitude after that right it was just the attitude after that and i think that a lot of the conversations i'll have to do with the woman's emotional safety financial safety physical safety spiritual safety um i am not anti-relationship okay um i am a staunch (laughs) um like if you're gonna do a relationship do it the right way and make sure that you basically have all your ducks in a row you know and the best way to do it is you know I wouldn't like oh my god y'all and and when my phone um disconnects I'm just gonna go because I have a meeting um it's one of my like my investing meetings and stuff like that Uh, One of the content creators just did a video today where this um, young lady was a sugar sugar baby. And some people might get upset about that, but don't miss the forest for the trees on this one because she was going by the title Sugar Baby, but a lot of women go through the same dynamic too, right? So she, the guy was taking care of everything for her. There was an age difference. She was younger. He was older. Um... And she would take care of all all the things at the house. So she would do the washing, the cooking, the cleaning. I think they had a child from a previous... He had a child from a previous relationship. So she would take care of his child too. But... Oh my gosh. Talking and drinking at the same time. He would... um, She would get to wear like the red bottoms or the nice clothing. And they would have the nice dates and stuff like that, right? For the most part, seemed to enjoy each other's company. But when she got pregnant, um, then he just started... He kicked her out of the house and he took away her car. Some people will say, you know, rule 101, if you're a sugar baby, don't get pregnant. But I don't know. I feel like the reason I say that there's women who don't go by the sugar baby title and still get the treat same treatment, I always say this. Go to Black Girls on Lost, Okay. And look at how many of those women were married and or in a relationship without the quote-unquote sugar daddy dynamic. And they're two months pregnant, three months pregnant, eight months pregnant, and the guy still toe-tags them. And it wasn't a sugar daddy dynamic. I think it's just a male structure, like part of a, a male dynamic. Matter of fact, I said this before, and you could kind of hear me figuring out. When they were talking about the vasopressin, that doesn't, vasopressin to me is is not <laughs> they need to try again with it being a male bonding because it talks about like aggression and possession we are not and i had to learn this the hard way too i talked about codependency i didn't learn how the codependent i was until obviously like learning through the twin flame conversations but we are very codependent and we are not meant to be possessed we we don't People are not to be possessed, right? Um, And so this whole idea that um, you are, I don't know how to explain it. I kind of just lost my train of thought because I was moving my cord here. (laughs) um, I was talking about the vasopressin thing. And so this, the, the way that it came across to me is like, that's what makes them want to protect you from other males or not let other males access you. That speaks to being possessive. Which I don't think is healthy. Um, and I'm saying that as somebody who gets very attached to, like, I, you know, to everything. But it, it's to the point, like, to me, I understood it to incite somebody to, like, to anger. That being said, you know, some people will say that it's a good thing because they're taking ownership of you. And you have to trigger that response. And guys, like, you have to trigger the response that they own you. Um, ownership of you for them to protect you, and that's why a lot of us will be like, "Well, how come men don't protect women? Because they don't feel ownership or or um, possession over you, right?" But I don't find that. I don't know. So let me get off of here. I, I um I understand it. I think that if you give a woman a good scenario, she wouldn't be seeking an alternative, right? If you were to give a woman a scenario where, like I said, he's he's a doting f- a father and husband and able to provide, I don't think that women would be... Um, Telling you to seek higher ground and to seek safety. And I don't think that it's all of us are just kind of like, girl, I really got my kicks out of getting, uh, you know, rising star award. Oh, I really got kicks out of, you know, of course, getting a diploma to me. I'm going to say that's a good feeling. Um, I think it's good to celebrate those type of milestones and that type of thing. And those type of accomplishments. I am pro excellence. So that could be another issue that maybe I just have to. um, I'm pro excellence as far as it comes to like human beings. I feel like excellence is right up there with self-actualization and transcendence. I could be wrong. Honestly, y'all, I have gotten so many things wrong. That's not even funny. So but but to me, I do celebrate like the diploma thing. You will have some people that will say that um, college is not, you know, and I I get that. I understand that degrees are not necessarily important. I feel like to me, it's like the ability to learn, you know, and um, sometimes people don't like it too, because they feel like you are just being programmed or conditioned how to think. So I understand, I think, those talking points. Um, But I was just saying like, I'm not, I don't know how many of us are just out here like, Oh, it feels so good to, you know, do these type of things. Although I think it's a human, whether you're male or female, to have a good sense of accomplishment. But I don't think that we're saying that take that over having a husband who treats you right. I think all of us would choose a husband who treats us right. But that hasn't been the pattern. You see what I'm saying? Um, For for a lot of people. And this is where it kind of sucks a little bit. Do you have people who are in successful, happy marriages? Yes, 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 yes. And it's so crazy to me too, because even with the young lady that was I was talking about earlier, you know, it's it's good until it's not good. So all this time she's like, oh, he checks my phone. We love each other. We communicate with each other. He provides for me. And da-da-da-da-da. And it, it's all good. And you're like, oh, well, damn, something must be messed up with me. Maybe I'm just a, you know dumb broad or something that i can't figure this out and she and she kept saying like if he loves you he will buy you that car and if he loves you he will do this okay and that was so cool but i just wonder how many people felt some kind of way about their themselves only to come to find out that that was an authentic and again are there going to people who are um living that authentic lifestyle yes you know the question would be how do you get more people to get to duplicate or replicate those results? Because right now this is not the way. And again, I think that I'm gonna tell you to to be safe. This is this is the this is how I look at it too, and I'm gonna close out with this. So like for my niece, I tell her to be aware of her surroundings, right? Um it's not that I want her to be this ultra independent woman that's like super mean and aggressive I just want to make sure that somebody's not going to come pick her up and assault her I want her to be able to protect herself to to um throw some blows if she needs to and and yeah just basically be aware of her surroundings it's not that I'm trying to make her you know and again you know when people tell you like oh the independent thing what what's the alternative codependency codependency is not healthy and I think especially in age of Aquarius where you're being called to develop yourself this is the thing the healthiest let, let me this is really how you should argue it the healthiest relationships are when you have two people who are fulfilled the healthiest relationships are when you have two Whole people. She's happy with her career. He's happy with his career. She's making her income. He's making her in- his he, he's making her income. <laughs> right? She's making her income. He's making his income, right? He's developing himself. He has personal growth. She has personal development. She has personal growth. Age of Aquarius, you can have one of the healthiest relationships if both parties are conscious, right? And age of Aquarius is not about because age of Pisces was about like the patriarchy, men keeping women limited in what they were able to do and to fully expressing themselves as just this outright human being, right? So now, if you Take your foot off of women's neck, and you focus on your growth. Which I, uh, I, I think in in the Barbie movie, it was just kind of like Ken. This is your time to just like, you know, they controlled everything in in Barbie's world, but um, but they didn't even understand who they were. And so now men can understand fully who they are without having to spend so much time on controlling other people and let women grow and rise to who they need to be. And those relationships will be even better if you just let people be their own human beings, right? I think when I think about myself, it's not even so much relationship as companionship, right? Um, and... It I think it could put apply a little bit more pressure too because some of the guys that don't like some of the guys some guys have come to realize like you're in way more trouble if a woman tells you that she wants you but she doesn't need you and again I I get it some people I already know I I can definitely see both sides of the sense of the fence but if you're dealing with a woman that has all of the material things right? And she's not depending on you. Now, guess what? You have to have a personality. Can you have a stimulating conversation? Can you share in her emotions and, her, and the highs and the lows and to explore things together and go on an adventure together? Right? Because it's kind of messed up too. Like women are going to act a certain way if you're depending on someone to take care of you. If you're depending on somebody to care, take care of you, you're not going to be fully expressing yourself how you feel if this person is the person paying you. It almost puts you in a parent child dynamic in my opinion, right? Because it's like if you're depending I I remember when I was, you know, a child and my parents had to take care of everything, you better believe there and, 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 not that you should be talking back, but there was no talking back, but that meant I wasn't expressing my concerns or anything like that either you know <laughs> um i always share so many stories but at the same time i don't share any too many stories because <laughs> i <laughs> i don't know if you heard that like, little pause like that that little flashback where i was like mm, mm. <laughs> um girl I tried it, but I'm somehow here, <laughs> here today to, to tell the story. But um but yeah, I just I don't know. I think that we crave a sense of safety. If if you can provide safety for a woman, then you'll be okay. You know, don't disparage her, belittle her, beat her up, gaslight her, and that type of stuff. And understand what it means to be a companion and to be emotionally intelligent and and that type of thing. And so that, that, I think, is what women crave more than anything. And so because of the uncertainty, it's like it's better for women to, like I said, be able to kind of navigate, you know, um, I think you plan for the best. You you hope for the best but plan for the worst, so you know uh, I've mentioned this before. Like one of the resorts that I I, I used to go to, um, couldn't tell you they go there for like um, newlyweds, and it's it's supposed to be a high up a uh, high upscale area, and so. You can tell from the the young lady, too. She usually comes from a pretty refined family. Attractive. But the way that the guy treats her um, to actual, like, physical aggression in a public space where there's people... No class. (laughs) And I'm like, you could tell by her behavior that when she goes home, she's going to catch hell. And... You know the reason that she's like reacting the way that she is, is because she she can't talk back or or say anything or react because she doesn't have an alternative. Because if you have an alternative, right? They and and it's as simple as this. You both got there in the same car. How how are we gonna get back home? Hmm. And if you don't have a job. How are you going to pay for the Uber to get yourself back home? Okay? So you need to just sit sh- shut up and put up. Hope he's not mad by the time you guys leave and go home. And hope he don't catch hell. You know, an- another there was another relationship where it was a security it was a uh, police officer beautiful woman. Again, too. I I think women are just beautiful creatures. We are. I- I'm t- <laughs> I can understand why Mother Divine, I'm like, send me as a lady, okay? Um, But, um, beautiful. I mean, and um, they went to a party and they were in two separate cars, right? And she got home 15 minutes later than he did. Why did this woman come home 15 minutes later than him? I don't know. All I know is he got pissed off at her and he um, pushed her down to the ground and used his assault rifle to shoot. He tried to shoot her execution style in her eye and she turned her head and the bullet ricocheted and went like into her eye, but kind of like, thankfully, so she lost her eye. Um, and she was in surgery, but it didn't get to like where it hit her brain or anything or any brain trauma or any, or anything like that. Right. I think women prefer safety over success. I think if we had safety, we wouldn't have to fight for success. Right. I, um, but that being said, I do think that, that, Unfortunately, like how come is it that guys get to be successful? How come is it that they get to be like, um, out there talking to other people, um, honing in on their skills and get paid in currency for it, but and they get to be called a husband and a father, but if we have the audacity to be like, oh, I want to be. I, I want to express myself. I want to be a painter. I want to be a musician. I want to be a CEO. I want to be an entrepreneur. The same way that the husband can be a father, you can be a mother too. But again, I, I get it. I already feel it. I already feel it. Some people are going to have smoke for my ass. It is what it is. But those are just the nuances. I feel like, yeah, at the end of the day, and I could be wrong. I Listen, one thing for certain, two things for sure. If I'm wrong, I will come back in here on in three months and be like, y'all... Remember back in August of 2023 and I was telling y'all that women prefer safety over um success? I was wrong. I was sipping my hibiscus tea, looking out my window into the clear blue sky. And I was just, you know, musing, but I was wrong. I'm going to tell you, hair was why I was wrong, blah, blah, blah. So, I don't know. I feel like... um. It just and that's why I'm saying, like if you write something, tell me where am I missing it like where it, I only know what is within my bubble, I guess to some to some point, so but I'm telling you that it's not I think that the misconception is that we are out here the same way people are saying like we. Don't like masculinity? No, we don't like to- toxic masculinity. And the same way you're saying that we prefer success, no, we prefer safety. And if being self-sufficient, I prefer the word self-sufficient to independent so much more. Um which men need to be self-sufficient too. Age of Aquarius, men need to learn how to do their own laundry. Men need to learn how to cook their own food. Men need to learn how to clean up after themselves. You, both parties need to be in their own individual. Right? In my opinion, I, I, I talked to my niece about this. I said, you know, we're not raising you to cook and clean after someone else. We're teaching you how to cook your favorite meals and that type of thing and work your way around the kitchen. But I don't want you to feel like we, you're a bright, educated girl. You have a 3.8 GPA. She's in a leadership um, group. She's in, um, in sports. She has an amazing personality. What the F I look like grooming my girl to be somebody's slave and to clean their dirty drawers? Can she do it? Yes. Can she do laundry? Yes. But that's not what she was brought here for. Like, I'm excited to see the person she's going to become and for her to pursue her goals and dreams. Now, that being said, if she wants to be a stay at home mom and raise, you know, some little grand nieces and nephews for me, that's fine. But I don't want to just relegate her to that, you know, and what if, you know, something happens and he passes away and or, you know, he decides that he finds someone else or things just don't work out and they go their separate ways if she stays out of the job market for too long who's gonna put the roof over her head and put food on the table for her kids like why would i give her that false sense of security like and she's pretty i already know this girl is pretty listen we've joked about this in the family we're in trouble y'all in between her brother and me Jesus, pray for, pray for her and for whoever tries to come around just doing dumb dumb stuff. Don't break that girl's heart. Because it's like, she's pretty. I already know. And I already know like, the world that we live in. And I just want somebody to treat her right. And if they don't treat her right, she has the means to move around without having to be dependent. And or stay in a scenario Any longer and any second or minute longer than she has to. I think a lot of times people stay longer in relationships because um, they don't have an out. You know, but I think I've pretty much beat a dead horse at this point. My meeting's about to start. So let me go ahead and work on the title. I'm not sure if I'm going to have a thumbnail for this one. Y'all are free to leave a comment in the anchor and let me know what you think about the podcast. Do you think women prefer safety? success or something else (laughs) I don't know let's talk about it um I'll catch you guys on the flip side bye